You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Wardrobe Boss podcast, a podcast that explores all things wardrobe, style, and organization of home, mind, and body. I'm your host, Eliza Perilla, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. (laughs) I help my clients live my best life, and yeah, that's what I do. Uh, Today, we'll be talking with Rachel Hughes, a certified nutritional counselor who inspires women to live their second half better than the first through her blog called The Menno Memos. Rachel, welcome (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a treat. How are you today? I'm well. It is almost spring is on the horizon here in the Northeast and... I am feeling fine. I'm happy to be talking to you. I got dressed up, as dressed up as I get. I work yes, with jewelry. I, I love um, warm whites, so that's one of my favorites. So thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank um, you. Today we want to talk about how personal style evolves as you age. And so your lifestyle is pretty casual. What's your, I guess, absolute favorite thing to wear and your least favorite thing to wear? Um, my least favorite would be okay so this is interesting because it has changed significantly as I've gotten older so you know um I stretchy and and you know body hugging things were uh, I loved as a younger person now not so much even though interestingly I feel like I have the confidence to wear stuff like that more that I didn't then Uh but I'm all about you know, loose fitting and, and certain kinds of fabrics. Now I probably would have a tough time with a pair of pantyhose. I don't, I haven't put on pantyhose in a really long time. And my favorite, look, I'm wearing my favorite. Can you see? I'm wearing my, my Adidas. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) It's all high, low with me, you know, high, low, high, low. Well, high, low is great. I absolutely recommend it. But the funny thing is that my guest last week talked about those exact same Adidas. So the fact that you're wearing those, I think is just hilarious. (laughs) I love them. You know, I want to talk about age just really quick because a lot of women at a certain age speak like you. But then when people see you, they're like, what is she talking about? She looks like she's 34. So I don't know what your age is or if you want to say it, you don't have to. Um, 50. You're 50. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just getting back to the, the fashion thing a bit. The feel of certain fabrics on my skin has changed significantly. So that's that's determined a lot of what I wear now. You know, I, I am very casual. My style is very casual. It always has been. This last year being home on lockdown, all of that actually hasn't determined my fashion sense one way or the other. I was always, you know, kind of easy and apt to put on sweats or, you know, that, what do they call it when you active wear, 
outside wear, that kind of thing. That was already what I was doing. Right. But the feel of certain things has really changed for me a lot. And just in the last couple of years. So during COVID, has that changed for you too? Like different fabrications? Because for me, it has. Has it? Yes, it has. Because since I'm working um, a lot more from home than I ever have, I'm a person that I'm very structured. So I have to get dressed every day. I can't be, you know how people can be in pajamas all day? I cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I feel lazy, unproductive, and I'm not yeah. putting that on anybody else. No. I'm just saying for me. So I can't yeah. do it. So when I found that I had to get different kind of loungewear, especially because sometimes I'm in California for a couple of months and yes, I'm in New yes. York for a couple of months. When I'm in New York, my uh, style is very different because in New sure. York, there's a lot more structure. You're out, you're about. And in California, it's more laid back. So, but I have found new brands, which I really like. And I have found loungewear that I can wear that doesn't look like PJs when I work from home. And I really like that. And if I feel that it looks like PJs, even if it's like a sweatsuit, then yeah. that's when I wear it. I wear it at yeah. night. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm the same. I like the structure. I don't. Um, I can't be in my pajamas all day. I, but it's funny. I will change, you know, there are things that I might throw on right before bed that I'll shower in the morning and get a clean set of similar looking things, but it's not that it's pajamas. It's just that it's old, you know, sweatsuits or something like this. And I've just held on to it and it becomes like pajama wear, but I'm definitely, I need to shower. I need to put on something new and fresh and loungy and I can go out with it. I can stay in with it, but I I can't be in, uh, I can't, I'm not going to be in the stuff I sleep in all day. So do you accessorize? And if so, what kind of accessories do you like? So I, this is funny. I'm very particular about accessories. Scarves. Yes, I'm all good with that. Rings. Yes. Although I have nothing on today, but my wedding ring. Bracelets. I'm funny about. I don't love them. It has to be for the outfit. I'm a necklace person, but I'm very picky about it because I'm so broad. I feel like if I am wearing a short necklace, it makes me look broader. So, uh, you know, unless it's a certain length, I'm not going to wear it. Earrings are really my thing more than anything. I'll skip everything, but I'll always have earrings on. And hoops are always my earring of choice. That's really um, fascinating that you said that because I think you are right. If your shoulders are broader, you should um, stay away from things that are closest to your neck because it's a it's the same line across and so yes. then it makes it part of the same line and yes. then that's all the then you're going to bring attention to that so this yeah I so, never actually realized that I just noticed yes. I didn't put that all together I just noticed that I would I would love a little dainty thing and mm-hmm. I put it on, never worked. It just looks lost, lost, lost. And the longer I got, the better it looks. So that's just what I stick to. Yeah. But, but that, see how unconsciously or subconsciously you actually know your style because you know to play with lengths. <clears throat> I too have to play with lengths. I don't have broad shoulders, but I don't like anything. 16 inches, I would never wear it. I don't care if it's made in diamonds. I won't wear it. I'm right. like a 20 inch 24 inch. I like long necklaces. Sometimes I like layers. So I'll do like yes. 18, 20, 22. I love layers. Inches like I, that. But yeah. I was just going to ask you, this is another thing that's come up for me lately, particularly about necklaces. As I've gotten older, my bust has gotten bigger. 
and I feel like if I wear a certain length, it kind of gets here and then it just like hangs. And I feel like that, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It just, it's like, it gets to the mountain and then it just drops off. And I don't like that. I don't like that look, but anything shorter just doesn't work. This was okay, I thought, because it's just kind of like this drapey top. So it's sort of ambivalent where the bust is, but that's that's on my mind sometimes too. It depends on the cut of the blouse because if you're wearing a V-neck like me, I have a, a 24 inch today, mm-hmm. but where the V-neck hits me, for whatever reason, this top makes me look a little more busty. So in a situation like that, I'd put the necklace inside. So uh, that way, if you if you ha- if you're covered right and you have yes. like no, if you don't have a V neck, then I think you can wear the longer necklace and it's not going to bring attention there. But it's when it's generally start paying attention to this when you have a V neck that that's when you're like the necklace is hitting me in the wrong place. That's a time where you can wear something a little bit shorter as a necklace. So about this bust area too, this is another thing I've noticed before. And I don't know if it's that my style is changing or if it's my shape is changing. I was a big V-neck person forever. I didn't, I felt again, like a crew neck just sort of drew attention to my broadness. But lately I'm feeling like a crew neck is better for me. And I don't know if that's again, if it's a body shape change or if it's just a style change. Well, Do you are think you thinner? That is, are you thinner um, now than you not were? Not in my waist. No, not in my waist. <laughs> are you thinner all around? Not in, I'm not talking about you. Than I used to be. Yes. Um, no, I'm definitely I'm I'm heavier than I was. So that's why this is weird, right? Because it's usually the opposite, isn't it? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You say you're heavier, but when I look at yes. Instagram, you're one of the most fit people I see on Instagram. Okay, well, In this fact, is... Yes. I don't see an ounce of body fat on you. So okay. now I'm like, are you talking about yourself or your sister? Because I'm confused. No, <laughs> no, I am <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you, I am bigger than I used to be. I am, I am fit. I have an athletic build, and okay. which is, I find very hard to dress. But we can discuss this today because it's really, <laughs> it's really challenging. It really is. And getting older and having, you know, I used to have a teeny, teeny, tiny waist. And now I'm definitely more straight up and down. And it okay. has just changed. There are things that I own that I just don't, I can't wear anymore. Okay. So where are your, what's your biggest problem right now? Like, what's the biggest problem? My waist, as I said, is bigger than it used to be. And I think my arm, which is also a big, a big midlife body issue. So what do you wear that makes you feel uncomfortable? Give me an example. I don't wear any of it anymore. (laughs) I'm all about my, I'm either in my workout clothes or I'm in something very casual and easy. But if I had to go out, if I had to be out and going somewhere, I really would be at a loss. I wouldn't know what to wear. Honestly, I wouldn't know what to wear. Okay, so if you were going out, what are the body parts? Every woman knows at at no matter what age she is, what body parts she wants to highlight. So what are the body parts that you want to highlight when you go out? And tell me your height. I'm 5'4 okay. and And I would probably... I would probably highlight the my top because I'm less secure about my bottom. 
Okay, so I, I I don't you're fit and you have it seems like you have an issue showing your arms. Am I right or no? I don't have an issue showing them. It's just okay. something that I've noticed that has changed. You know, it's they're not as toned as they used to be. They're just they're broader. They're bigger. So you wear dresses. And if so, what length dresses do you wear? Oh, that's a good question. So I will, n- I will not wear anything short, nothing above my knees. I have big legs. They're very muscular. And I don't feel confident and comfortable, particularly at my age, in something that's very short. So probably, I don't know, what's that length that's like mid-calf length? Or longer. Um, that's like a that's like a T length, and I think that that length is too long for you. It's going to oh, overpower really? you because you're five four. So I would say um, you'd probably look better in an A line, an A line that goes to your knee or okay. right over your knee. I think that okay. should be a good length for you. The only way you can do a little bit longer than that is if you wear a super high heel. And if right. you're not going to wear a super high heel. I wouldn't do it because between the A-line and the length, it may overpower you. In fact, I'm pretty sure it will. So if I were you, I'd stick to A-line. And, you know, the good thing about A-line, like a perfect dress for you, well, any woman can wear this dress, but I think a wrap dress is great for you. Right. Because you can have one that has... Um, like a cap sleeve or um, right. a sleeve that has a little bit of puff, not too much because you don't want a line and then a puff. And again, yeah. you don't want the dress to wear you. You want to wear the dress. I would say that. And it definitely should have, um, doesn't have to be a V-neck, but a scoop neck okay. off the shoulder or a V-neck. Now you have three options. Okay. But I definitely would do an A-line dress. Eliza, do you feel like certain styles ever are just not appropriate for a certain age? So I'm just thinking as you're talking about certain dresses and things like this. And I tend to be, I think if I had to define my particular style, it would be this sort of like boho kind of style, whatever that is. And so I wonder if that's like gets old. No, no. I think that you're focusing too much on age. Maybe I could be wrong, but I don't put an age to my style. I have to, and I don't do it with other women. Yes, it is true what you're saying. Our bodies do change, right? And the fabrications that we use, sometimes we don't like, like synthetic fabrics, nobody likes, which are, you know, like um, acrylic and polyester and rayon because you can't breathe in that. But when you're in your twenties and you have a Zara budget, it's okay because your skin doesn't feel it and you look gorgeous anyway. So what does it matter? You know what I mean? You don't have a disposable budget. So it's a, it's a whole different thing, but yes, as you age, you do realize these things and then you want to be more towards natural fabrics. But I don't think that, listen, I think if a woman is in her, I'm 53. So I know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) if, if my legs still looked absolutely amazing and gorgeous the way they used to, I would rock a mini yes. if I wanted to. And if yes. it looked good on me, there's a way to do anything that's tasteful. Yes. So that's an absolute. But for me, two things I don't wear. I don't wear shorts anymore, which I used to live in shorts. Really? And I don't wear mini skirts, but 
If I lost 20 pounds and I look damn good in one, I'm wearing it because I don't think that we should put, we shouldn't be so quick to age ourselves as women. Yes. I don't want to look like I'm a teenager and I don't feel in competition with anybody either. I, right. and I don't, I'm not saying you do, but many women do. Yeah. I mean, that's when you feel in competition or you thinking about it too much or you putting too much age on it. That's when you either get stuck in looking way too old or looking way too young. Right. As opposed to if you just knew your brands and you know you're fit, then it's just easy to wear whatever works best for your body type. Right. And, right. and right. your lifestyle. Right. Does that answer your question? It does. And but now I'm also wondering why won't you wear shorts anymore? Oh, for me, it's just a personal thing for me. Okay. Like I, I, I used to have the most beautiful eggs for me, and I feel like they're not so beautiful anymore. So mm. I won't wear them, and mm. you know maybe that'll change. But for lately, I won't. In the summertime, I love wearing dresses. Yeah. Especially being in New York so much and having those long winter months yeah. when you're in like leggings and pants and pants. I mean, I, when I tell you, I can't wait to put on. A dress, mm -hmm. especially a strapless dress. Like I have so many of them because I just love to live in a dress and I like to feel feminine and I love yes. to feel like a woman. Yes, totally get that and absolutely agree. And come summer, dresses, dresses, dresses. I agree. But I have a question you made me think about. Yes. Which is budget. I'm super careful about it and I I don't even know where to go to look. That's affordable. I don't really, you know, my budget is careful right now. And, mm -hmm. and I would, he, here's my thing. I'm not a great shopper in a kind of like department store kind of environment. I can walk into Zara and kind of figure out what I like or don't like. That's about as big as I can handle. And it's a great price point. Right. But where, who else is out there? There's Zara, there's H&M. Okay. And then I so go flat. Let's address Zara and H&M really quick. Mm -hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's disposable fashion. And the yeah. reason it's disposable fashion is because it's a lot of synthetic fabrics. So if you don't like the synthetic fabrics, and a lot of people don't because they don't yeah. breathe well, so yeah. they don't feel good on your skin. So if you don't like synthetic fabrics, I would be really careful because H&M yeah. and Zara, they take the top fashions, right? Whatever's in vogue for now, they knock it off in two weeks they put it into their store and it's just fabric that's is not complementary to the skin let's say right. right but the good thing about where we are at this point in time right now there's never been a better time to shop great clothes on a budget because you have so many platforms you have the resale platforms don't ever um underestimate ebay there's vestiaire there's mercari there's real real once you know your brands if you say uh I don't know. Derek Lamb is one of my favorite brands. Their pants fit me great. I love them, but they're so expensive. So then you go on these sites and you look for somebody who has that pant and you just put it in. And if you don't know what it is, you just Google and keep looking at the images until you find it. Once you find it, you put it right in that platform and you get excellent condition or like new. 
or brand new. Good condition, okay. I wouldn't even bother. They wouldn't get too, you know, they just wouldn't have any of my time. Mm -hmm. um, one trick that I use that works so well for me is Amazon. Amazon is my best kept secret because I could find, if there's a designer piece I want, I just did this two months ago. I was going somewhere to a tropical place and I was like, oh my gosh, you had to draw, we had to dress in the theme and we had to wear white. And there, I know exactly what dress I wanted, but that dress wasn't in my closet, so I had to buy it. It was about $400 or whatever, this dress. Right. But when I went to Amazon, I found it for half the price. Really? And then the great thing about Amazon is sometimes different sizes of the same item are different prices. I don't know why, okay. um, but if you just keep looking at all the sellers, you will see who has the best price. And also you want, you don't want it to be a seller that's coming from China. You have right. to be really careful because right. you wait for it for eight months and then it'll be like, what is this? This yeah. is not what I ordered. <laughs> and I say that's all so the time, but no, I won't but even bother wasting my time with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I say Amazon, put in the item you want and see if you find it for another price. That look is a reviews. huge tip. Look at the reviews and look at the people who put pictures of their reviews because you will see it on a real body, not the picture, not the model. And you'll know exactly what it looks like. And you'll read the reviews and you'll say, okay. And I'd also two other things that I really think are important. If you have a friend who has great style and she's your size, you know, you can trade things with her or say, you right. know what? She'll probably be like, I don't want this anymore. Oh, I want to sell this. And then maybe you can buy it from her or you have a stylist. That's a very good idea. Yes. Yeah, because you always have a friend who dresses great. Now, yeah. if you have, if your friend who dresses great is your size, then you don't work. <laughs> go go pay her a visit. Um, yes. I really like that. I, you know, if when you're done with it or you want to sell it or you're over it, you know, help her clean her closet. I mean, come on. She <laughs> if you're helping her and she wants to give it to you, then, then she will. If she Love wants to it. sell it to you. For another mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many ways to go. Right. And then the last thing is I say somebody like me, I, um, I have so many clients who get rid of things. I don't want to say get rid of, right. They, are done with something, but it's still in great condition. Yeah. So they'd rather sell it. And sometimes they don't want to go to Rio Real or they don't want, so they'll say, Hey, do you, can you sell this for me? Yeah. And so I have like a whole line of clothing in my Do you pack. really? You have things? I really do. It's all in my head. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that would look great on this person. And right. I will tell you that nine times out of 10, I am right. So I'll <laughs> that person it. and say, I have this fabulous piece and I thought of you. What do you think? It's no pressure. I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm just right. making the client happy and making you happy. Right, so right. I'm not getting anything from it. But, you know, I, I love, love to pair pieces with people if I know it's going to look good on them. So those are all ways to dress on a budget. I hope you just know. I, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, um, I mean... You answered all my questions. So I just Every want to go back one. to one thing that you said. You said um, when your body changes, you know, like how do you address that? And some things I want to say that are really important. Undergarments are key. You cannot wear the same bra brand you wore in your 20s in your 50s. You've got right. to change bra brands. You need full coverage. Some people, some women hate straps. I'm beginning to be one of those people that I hate straps. So I find myself investing in um, strapless bras 
more than anything else. Do you um, like them? Have you found a brand that you like? Because I do not love that. I, I I don't love straps, but I was thinking I've been, actually been looking at um, companies that have, it, they're like softer straps, you know, that it's not so, you don't right. feel so confined. A strapless thing would be hard for me. Well, there are so many brands right now that I are know. really tackling this market. And we have the great option of buying and returning and just returning what doesn't work for you. So right. I would ask my friends. The first thing I would do before I Google, I would ask my friends what bras work for you because it's always the people you know yes. that know the most. So yeah. I would ask them. So undergarments are key. Bras are key. And full coverage is key. You can't wear a demi-cut or the cut you used to wear. No, full coverage is key. And then also with underwear, Okay, women of a certain age, they probably, some women like thongs, some women hate thongs. Right. Bandos <laughs> just don't have panty lines. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if you don't want to wear a thong, fine, don't wear it, but don't walk around with panty lines. Right. Please, <laughs> please don't do it. What cannot take is a panty line because... <laughs> We're not in the 1960s or 70s. Oh. You look ridiculous. I don't yes. care who you are. I don't care if it's your auntie or whatever. I'm telling you, panty lines are terrible and don't do it to yourself. <laughs> don't show me the panty lines. I it's never sick. see them anymore. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> so undergarments are key and I definitely say that if you feel like okay my body's changing here or there always think about the assets that you want to highlight and those may change as you get older and fit and tailoring tailoring and structure is so important when your body starts to change especially right. if you are highlighting the same assets you always had and that's why bras and underwear are so important and um, I would just say you have to know your brands it's very important and your right. brands change as you age know your brands every brand is not going to fit you perfectly but when you find the one that does if you need a little tailoring then you take it to get tailored but if right. you dress your body in a tailored way and I, that doesn't mean even with lounge if lounge clothes are different but i'm saying if you dress it in a tailored way you're still going to look amazing no matter how much your body changes right. and you know what looks ridiculous and believe me when i'm in new york women in the streets look crazy yeah. they look crazy you don't is know it really different out there i want to go up to women in the street and say you know what just like this i want to say you are beautiful you are gorgeous i'm sure you are a smart woman who got it going on but you can't be wearing that because you look right. ridiculous right. And i'm saying it out of love not out of judgment i'm saying it out of love you're looking crazy out here in these streets. Please Everyone needs a friend that. like you. It's not easy, but I'm telling you, sometimes you don't know the fight I have with myself. Not to go up to a person and just say, listen, I, I say this in love. Don't punch me in the face, but you can do You're better. You're better. You're, than, you're better than that. You're better and I've than done that. it. I've done it. Let um, me ask you this. Yes. About accessories. Yes. So, so what, what qualifies as accessories other than your jewelry and a scarf? So your handbags, your shoes, your jackets, your hats. Oh, even your jacket. All accessories. I'm a person that I mostly, I'll wear prints, but I'm more of solids, right? Yeah. But then I have to have something. So it's either my accessory might be my color. Like today I have this super bright pink on, but I have these 
black velour, really wide leg pants on. And then I'll probably put on something plain on my foot. So then I need right. to pass somewhere. Right. And so this is my accessory, right? Interesting. I, jewelry is personal. So when I wear jewelry, it, whether it's costume, whether it's design, uh, fine jewelry, it's personal for me. So it just, it's what I like. Um, mm-hmm. And I think jewelry is personal for everybody. I probably wouldn't help anyone pick out jewelry unless they knew the line they like or the mm-hmm. brand they like or the kind they like, because mm-hmm. that's something very personal. How do you even begin to figure out, you know, I could say, I, like you said, wrap dress, I could think of people who are wrap dress people, but beyond that, I wouldn't even know that this works or that works for me. How do you even start looking there? Okay. How you start is you think of a person in your life whose body type is very similar to yours. Okay. And you look at that person, and if you see that person with a pair of denim jeans that you really like, you're like, who makes that brand? And okay. they're like, well, Rag & Bone makes this brand. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, what other brands do you like that work for your body type? Okay. Just like that. And when they then you explore those, not that you want to look like them, because one thing I can't stand, and I see women doing this a lot on Instagram, they'll take a look that somebody else had, and then they'll say, this is how I made this look. Yes, I see that. Make your own look. Like, make your own look. Why do you have to look like her, 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 and her? Yeah, it looks good. Yes, you can admire it. And yes, you can take pieces of it, but make it your own. Why do you want to make it look just like hers? That's so corny to me. So (laughs) I would say ask the person that's similar. And if you don't have a person... Who, what celebrity is your height, is your body type? Okay, yes. And start looking at the Instagram page. Sometimes they tag what they're wearing and then see. And then another thing you can do is Google. Who makes, uh, if, or you don't wear petite, right? No. You're taller than petite, mm-hmm. exactly. So, but you can say, put in your measurements and then say, who makes the best denim? Believe me, companies that are smart, they put that in the algorithm so it'll pick it up. Yeah. Okay. That's so up. helpful. And That's guess what department store with a friend? If it, you said a department store is not your thing, if a department right. store is too overwhelming with you, get your most fashionable friend. Mm-hmm. Take her. Please come with me shopping. I have I got you know, we'll have lunch, whatever, mm-hmm. my treat, but help me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And get in there. And if get a person with an eye, a person who knows, and they're fast. Right. And they look and they'll say, try this on. Because that's really the way you discover your brand. Right. You're trying different things on and you're seeing what fits you. Right. And you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And then, you kind of, then you know your brands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to do that. That's a that's a smart time investment. Okay, okay. so let's play a game. I'm going to okay, throw okay. a couple of style choices and you pick one. Okay. Uh, okay. So leather or vegan leather? Vegan. Uh, Classic, trendy, or casual style? Casual. Huh. (laughs) Light colors, neutrals, or prints? Neutrals. I I had a feeling of that one. But you know, know, I love color, though. I love it. I love it. And I don't know why. You know, I'll, I'll get like a few things that are a color, and I love those pieces in my wardrobe and I think why don't I wear more color but I will always it neutrals are just my default 
I can see. And with your skin tone, you should not be married to only neutrals. In fact, a canary yellow would look amazing on you. A Kelly green would look awesome on you. Really? A fuchsia color would look awesome on you. So you should try those three colors. Incorporate them somewhere in a top, not in the bottom. Okay. On the top where it's closest to your face. Okay. Okay. All right. uh, Two more. Uh, Wedge, heels, or flats? Flats. (laughs) Actually, Um, wait. Yeah, no. No. Flats. Flats, flats. Flats. Do you not wear heels at all? I do. I do. But I wouldn't. I had a friend when I was younger and she she was she wore heels every day, all day. That was her thing. I don't even think I I think I remember her telling me once she could never get out of heels anymore. She was so used to them. Uh-huh. My mother was the same way. She wore heels her whole life. She was always working, clicking around her heels. I'm not loving it. And the shame of it is I know that it's flattering. It's helpful to me because I'm short. My legs are a little shorter. And I know that a super high heel. Once I had to go to this wedding and I wore this beautiful black silk, long, uh, like a floral pattern, gorgeous Uh dress. Highest pair of heels I've ever worn in my life. I wanted to die. So I want to be, I want to be the person who, you know, can strut in the heels and, and always want to put on my heels. If I was comfortable enough in them, I would wear heels with like my track pants and my thing, you know, I would just rock it. It hurts. It hurts. I don't think you have to be married to that though. You can have your two hour heels when you're, you and your husband have a date. You wait yes. for two hours to go to the restaurant. You're going in a car anyway. It's not like you're in the city. You're taking <laughs> the subway, true. right? You're That's not getting true. on a subway. Wear the heels to go to the two-hour dinner. And if you have an event, a wedding or whatever, well, make take a heel that will be your four-hour heel. Okay, that is so smart. I never thought about it. it was yeah, always you don't just, have to you wear know, your track pants with heels. That sounds like you're telling me don't do it. No, I'm saying if you want to do it for an Instagram shoot, right, or your blog, go ahead. But you don't have to do it and walk around it. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm a sandal person. I'm definitely a sandal person. Okay, quickly tell us about your blog, The Menno Memos. What is your goal or your purpose with this blog? Well, it's interesting because when I first entered perimenopause, I was pretty young. I was 43. And as the years went by and my symptoms were growing, I felt like where are the people sort of out of my immediate immediate circle who were also going through this? I, I guess I was kind of looking for community and I didn't see it. I didn't see it anywhere. And I wasn't on Instagram yet. So I, you know, obviously I've since met lots of people who are in the same boat as I am. But at the time, I felt like there were no personal voices out there speaking about this time of life. The other thing that happened was I read this article that was about, um, it was called Midlife Psychosis. And it was about women who, who entered into perimenopause, had a hormonal break, 
and had a psychotic episode and their lives were upended by it. It really scared me very deeply. And I, I felt terrible for these women because they were kind of, they were lost just out in the world trying to navigate their, their health because of their, their mental health because of their physical changes. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to start a blog and I'm just going to start writing about these things. I definitely like to keep things light. Um, not everything, but I think, you know, we, we, we could use the humor in our lives. And I just wanted to have a platform where women could share and know that they're not alone about all things. So whether it's, you know, mental health, physical health, hormonal health, sexual health, emotional health, psychological health, you know, whatever it is that's going on and it is changing dramatically in these perimenopausal years and, and sometimes postmenopausal years that they just have a place to land and know that there's somebody out there without any judgment who's interested in sharing these things and hearing about these things. Um, and then, of course, when I started my Instagram, that's when I started really connecting with other women out there who were also speaking about their menopausal experiences and in all kinds of different ways. And and then I started thinking, you know, I kind of realized that I didn't find there were enough that, that I found that I was connecting with enough women of color who were speaking about this thing as well. And that was also really important to me that people be seen and reflected and have space to share what's going on with them. And because for women of color, the, these years of perimenopause and menopause tend to be more dramatic, more challenging, more physiologically difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I felt, you know, th there's even more of a need to be speaking about these things. So that's that. That's what the Menomenals is all about. So you're saying that it's a platform where women can come and feel encouraged, especially women of color, that we're not used to speaking about these things. Because I, I didn't grow up speaking about them, no. and I didn't hear um, my family, the women in my family, speak of them. So. No, I didn't either. And I think part of that is is really generational. You know, I think women our age, yeah. our generation is sort of the first to be sharing a lot of their own experience. But I, I always want to be the encourager. So I, I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of chatter on Instagram, a lot of clapping back at, you know, this opinion and that opinion, and you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. I'm always interested in trying to encourage people to get healthy. Um, there's a lot of, you know, uh, misunderstanding about food and nutrition and the very significant role that that plays in your hormonal health, your mental health, your physical health. And as a nutritionist, that's my, that's my springboard into the conversation is how are you doing with food? How is your nutrition? Where can we align you better so that your experience becomes easier? The whatever challenges you're facing are tempered out of your relationship with food. But you know, there's all kinds of things that I don't know. I'm not a clinician. I'm not, I'm not a physician. I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not a hormonal health specialist. This is all strictly coming from my personal experience and my experience working with men and women who suffer with chronic pain and really needed their nutrition adjusted. Um, and out of that came a tremendous amount of relief. So, you know, there's, there's that component, but more than anything, I want to be there to say, you know, these years are fantastic years. 
our 20s, our 30s, even into our 40s sometimes weren't all great for everybody. And, you know, that is my experience too. I hated my 20s. I couldn't, you know, it was, I'm so glad they're over. And I do feel like the second half of my life is a much more exciting and dynamic and engaging and fulfilling time in my life. And I want everyone to feel that that is that is there and accessible to them. Yeah, I being as being a woman in the second half of my life, I would say I enjoyed, oh, I immensely enjoyed my 20s, 30s. Oh, and 40s. good for you. But I'm enjoying this part too because I'm just, I refuse to get old. My body will get old, my way, but it's okay. My father always told me, my dad is 82, he plays softball every single day. Okay, he goes to the ballpark with his team. And my (laughs) dad always told me, he's like, age is just a number. Don't put anything else to that. It is just a number. It's how you feel. It's how you take care of yourself and how you interact in life. And so, I mean, he really beat that into my head. So that's beaten into my head. Where can people find you? It's themenomemos.com or it's at the Menno Memos is my Instagram handle. And I would love to meet you all there. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. This was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we had some good takeaways, right? Like how to reinvent yourself in middle age, um, as far as wardrobe, how to dress on a budget and using the resale platforms, using my famous Amazon trick, swapping with the friends and getting with a stylist who's in people's closets and can get you some really good stuff. Yeah. So um, that helps out you and the person who is trying to bless somebody else with it. So um, we talked about accessories and natural fabrics and how synthetic fabrics just don't work for everybody. But yes, there's more shopping. Yes. Yes. And there's more shopping outside of H&M and Zara. Yeah, this is big for me. Everybody who wants to learn more, bring a friend next time and meet us right back here on the Wardrobe Boss Podcast where you will enter into a conversation with me and one of my fabulous friends and then you can join further the conversation on Instagram and we take it to a whole nother level there and you can find us right here wherever you stream your favorite podcasts on Apple or Spotify or Amazon and we are the Wardrobe Boss Podcast. Subscribe, like, make, send your comments, bring your mama, bring your friends, bring your dad, bring your uncle. We're here to have fun with you and we really want you to just join in the conversation. So thank you again, Rachel Hughes. You, so you can much, find her Eliza. on Instagram at yay, the Menomo. Yes, yay. The thank Menomo. you so much. Memos. Yes. <laughs> thank right. you. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. Wardrobe Boss, Wardrobe Boss Podcast. Find us where you stream all your favorite podcasts. Rate, comment, subscribe, and bring a friend. Thank you. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Edited by Ken Johnson. Associate producer, Lauren Turner. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.